Welcome to another edition of Ringside Ramblings. I'm your host, Sam Keola, the wrestling connoisseur. And back here with me, we got her again, the future world champ. <laughs> uh, the big news of the day, I don't... You, you're so obnoxious. Um, I got kids, yo. Me and Heath Slater got some stuff in common. Um, so... Yeah, the biggest news, I guess, today, I don't even know if you call it big news at this stage, but Braun Strowman, uh, formerly known as Braun Strowman, Adam Scher, and EC3 have made a statement. They've been doing this control your narrative uh, angle gimmick sort of thing. And now it's, it's getting spun into its own wrestling promotion. Uh, of course, recently we saw Killer Cross has has uh, grouped up with them. I don't I don't know if I can say signed with them. You know, um, I guess now that they're a promotion, maybe they will be signing talent. I'm not sure. It's it's an it's a weird statement they put out. It says TV deal imminent. Now I don't know if that means they actually have a TV deal lined up that it's just a matter of inking the papers and the lawyers or whatever or or does it mean ah we're big stars i'm sure tv deal will come along i don't know what it means you know what i'm saying it's just kind of uh, a statement tv deal imminent so take that what it means uh i guess with a grain of salt i don't know and then um you know they talk about like wrestling for wrestlers uh we've heard that line before and how this is, you know, wrestlers can make their own uh, decisions. And they kind of take a shot, you know, at, at the other promotions. You know, they talk about, um, without naming them, they talk about, like, WWE and how Vince McMahon just fires you at a whim and doesn't let you uh, make any decisions and all these sorts of things. And they take a shot at Tony Khan and AEW about um, a billionaire collecting wrestlers like toys. Um, I believe that was sort of at Tony Khan and the previous one was at uh, Vince McMahon. Maybe they're both at WWE, I don't know. Um, but at, at any rate, there seems to be, you know, there's a chip on these guys' shoulders, maybe well-deserved. Um, yeah, I don't What do you think about that, champ? You're a big Braun. You were a big Braun Strowman fan. I would assume you still are. Not really. Um, I mean, we haven't seen him on TV in a long time. So, you know, once you're out of sight and out of mind, those things could fade. Um, but 
you know, I mean, it's... I don't know. I was under the impression that they were going to sign with ROH, that perhaps Ring of Honor in, in ending all of their contracts and this plan to reboot was going to spend all their money on hiring bigger names to be more competitive. With that said, I don't know if maybe something's fallen through because we should be hearing a Ring of Honor statement sometime soon, within the next month or so. We're supposed to be hearing a statement from Ring of Honor about their future. You know, what is what is that going to be? What is that going to include in everything? Um, of course, we've seen a lot of Ring of Honor talent sign with Impact Wrestling. Wrestling. We've seen a lot sign with AEW, like Jay Lethal. Uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, he, he used to be in Impact Wrestling. He went to Ring of Honor. Made a pretty good sized name for himself over there. Uh, really matured as a wrestler over there. And now he's with AEW. Uh, and will be challenging Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship this uh, next pay-per-view in AEW. Anyway, control your narrative. Now, from what I've seen, it's a cinematic, so to speak. And then they have the wrestling matches and let the wrestlers kind of do their own thing. Um, I don't know what sustainability this sort of promotion would have, what it would entail. I mean, it kind of talks like you just come to your thing. There are open doors. I I don't know. I mean, the statement released was kind of like, I think, you know, obviously to hype up the fans, but it just left me with more answers like, or more questions than answers. You know, like how, how do you sustain this model? Um, the, the open door aspect, maybe I read it wrong, but I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers out there, obviously, that need a platform. Any platform to get yourself over is great. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of left wondering, you know, if you if you got a TV deal in place, you have to have something. You know what I'm saying? You either have a connection or you've been able to go out and say, look, you know, we've got Braun Strowman, who's a huge WWE star. Um, you know, maybe they've got Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Hopefully they don't. You know, I mean, so far nobody has signed him. He hasn't seemed interested in going anywhere, it appears. And, um, you know, but him and Braun or him and Adam uh, are, are really big friends. Maybe that's where he's heading. I would not be surprised at this stage if we don't see a lot of former WWE talent that is uh, disgruntled with their situations, wrestlers in general that have been disgruntled, show up at this place. And I think the question now is, you know, if Ring of Honor was rebooting and planning on signing all these contracts with ex-WWE talent that are more popular maybe uh, than than their talent that they had formerly, uh, I would think this really throws that in limbo a little bit if EC3 and Adam Schur open in a place um, to be like, hey, you guys come here and just do what you want. It's, it's a little more competition. It's a little more landscape. 
for wrestlers, which is always good that wrestlers have more options available to them. I mean, even like we were talking about this recent Cody Rhodes thing where, um, you know, apparently he got the booking control taken away and he was hurt over that and he wanted the more money and uh, to be a top guy and blah, 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 blah. Um, and and he's sort of like, you know, okay, I'm just going to go somewhere else then. Um, you know, if if you have more promotions available to you, obviously you can negotiate a better deal elsewhere. But it's no longer WWE versus WCW sort of mentality. Um, the top money is not guaranteed anymore. You know, if you're a top guy, you're getting millions of dollars. But I could get that same, you know, I could take that same money and get like three or four guys now. Maybe I get those three or four guys that are, you know, are still pretty hot. Bring them in instead. It's an it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting landscape for wrestling. I mean, we could really see. Uh, things change even more over the next few years uh, anybody in particular you'd like to see sign with with this uh, control your narrative hmm. I actually would like to see them team up with ROH maybe you know I mean it's possible Sinclair's behind this funding it EC3 was over in ROH uh, we did see Braun Strowman show up over there on their final pay-per-view. Who knows? Maybe you know, this is all just their plan. It could be. I mean, uh, maybe this is their new direction. If you find out Sinclair's behind it, maybe this control your narrative is the new direction that they want to go in. Please tell us. <laughs> That's the thing. They're never going to tell you until it's, until it's time. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like with everything else, time will tell. We'll be able to see, uh, you know, I guess I guess these wrestlers will control their narrative. They'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll control what they want to talk about. Um, and, I mean, it's it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, uh, it, it makes me think, I don't know what this will entail, really, if it'll be like the other two, three, however many shows that they've put on themselves. But it makes me think of ECW when uh, Steve Austin got fired from WCW. And uh, Paul Heyman called up Stone Cold. He would later become Stone Cold uh, and said, hey, uh, if you want to come air your grievances, I'll give you a platform. And, and Austin did that for a while uh, until WWE picked him up. So who knows? I mean, if it's going to be like that, it could be really interesting. But I would think eventually you'd get burnt out on what might come across as bitterness. You know, you can only watch that so many times before you go, okay, everybody's shtick is the same on this now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna, what it's gonna be. I have no idea. So I guess uh, everybody just stay tuned for that one. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Champ? Mm, figures. 
We're talking about figures here, about toys. <laughs> All right. So, so let me ask you: out of a a wrestling toy, the whole the whole yard, nine yards there. What would you want that they don't currently have? An Adam Cole AEW figure. Well, I know that. I mean that they don't like. We'll get an Adam Cole figure from Jazzwares. That's guaranteed. I'm sure that's already in the lineup. They're taking pictures. They're making his little uh, dad bod body. Um, it's it's going to be great. Um, I wonder if they're going to make the ripped one or the pudgy. I hope they make the pudgy one. That would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did see a, a sign say Adam Crow has a dad bod last night in the audience. Anyway. Um, <laughs> like... To me, is play sets. I think they gotta have play sets. More play sets. Wait, I think I know. I want a pool. A pool? <laughs> yeah. You know, what I mean, something like that could. <laughs> it could be interesting if they if they did something like some kind of angle, um, where they were at somebody's house and you know they had a big fight at poolside or something. That's it could be interesting. I mean, we've seen it in wrestling dad, before. Dad, dad. Yeah. They should have that a match like that. Well, I mean, we have seen like, well, they did the the very awful Bray Wyatt compound thing in WWE. But a long time ago, they had like Brian Pillman was injured and Stone Cold went to his house. Um, and we've had different things like that. You know, Randy Orton, Triple H. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been there's been situations like that. Some were bad, very corny, but I mean, hey, we get we get Trent's mom dropping them off in the minivan. So why not? You know, maybe we can get something else. You know, maybe we get to go to Trent's house. That would be funny. You know, or you know, maybe she's like, guys, sorry, I forgot my purse. We got to turn around and go go back to the house. And then, you know, I don't know, whoever's following them, uh, Red Dragon or something. <laughs> but, I mean, that something like that would be kind of cool, I think. I mean, we had, uh, like we get, like I said, we got the minivan. Uh, FTR was driving an old truck there for a while into the studio or, you know, the arena. I mean, they could release something like that. There was the whole um, stadium hardcore fight that they were doing. They did like two of those. Can't remember what they were called. Even something like that would be super cool. I can't imagine how they would pull that one off like a whole stadium with like a backstage area and the football field and uh, catering, the whole nine yards, uh, no pun intended, would be super cool in my opinion. Uh, That would be huge. That would be like a kitchen table uh, if they really did that. What's a kitchen table? You know our kitchen table at home is huge, right? Yeah. Like that as a playset. I mean, we'd be talking like, you know, when I was a kid, they had uh, like G.I. Joe's and they actually had the the big battleship, the, the uh, air, you know, you land the airplanes on and stuff. Like that little giant cart in Imagine X? Yeah. Yeah, like the big space shuttle rover car with the Imaginex was huge. Um, 
the battleship for GI Joes was even bigger. It was like a coffee table that a you would, yeah, like you know, you put in front of a couch, put your feet up on, whatever, hold magazines. It was that big. It was humongous, and it was worth a fortune. So I think, I think that's part of it. Is like you'd have to make it where. Wait, you had that? I didn't have it, but some of my friends had it, and it was just like, wow, you know, there's, it was, it was bigger than this car almost. Yeah, I mean, those that thing was huge. Uh, so I mean, I, I don't know. You'd have to make the playsets. Wait, you could actually go inside of it. <laughs> you could not go inside of it, but it not yourself. But you could take your figures inside of it. Um, How do you? Okay, all right. Let's let's walk past Wait. the ship. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just like thinking about this football stadium that they could do. Like you would have to sell it in parts. You know, it has to be in pieces. It has to be affordable, though. That's just that's just me thinking outside the box there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Besides, besides vehicles, uh, you know, we get these entrance ramps and uh, uh, stages, but they never seem to be very high quality like the we'll get the cardboard cutout stuff but I mean honestly that would not survive our house Um, yeah I mean with the rain you know it's the air is moist um and your brother and the cats and your mother actually um the the cardboard would not survive even if it's that stiff cardboard it wouldn't survive our house so I I, I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant to buy anything like that, but uh, I would love to see like a nice ramp stage crowd playset of some sort. Maybe they can make some generic people. Generic people would be great, you know. Be great for customizations at least. Uh, it would be great to put in the audience. Yeah, just put them. Buy several. Put them out there in the audience. Uh, it'd be you know, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just... I don't know. I want a playhouse now. A playhouse? Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Like, if you can make it also where, like, you could fold it up like those old Barbie playhouses and stuff. You know? even mention that name. I know you hate Barbies. But, you know, they would fold out and then you could access everything and you could close it up and kind of have it as a carrier. I think those are also missing carriers. Uh, you know, you take like like when we go on vacation and you want to take ten figures with you on vacation. <laughs> we need a carrier. I don't know if they have a mock-up of it yet or not, but there was talks of a van. Um, and and of course, I mean, if you have the van, you got to have the Trent's bomb, right? I mean, that would be pretty epic, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, um, Who's Trent's mom? I, uh, Trent's mom. I don't know what her name is. She was going to join the Dark Order. <laughs> was she really? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. She was like, I found these posters outside. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I really don't know what else besides like, you know, ambulances, the typical, 
typical sort of thing. I mean, you could have that. You could have that. Uh, I mean, WWE really botched it with their their little red car they did, and then it was like six months later after it came out, they actually had the red car on Raw for Braun Strowman to destroy, and it was like, did the toy line just impact the TV show? Like, one of your writers was like, "Hey, let's do this." Like, did they not? I don't know. Maybe they didn't know about it. Who knows? Um, but I mean, you could do like the, for Jazzwares at least, you could do like the Casino Battle Royal, that kind of thing, the, the Casino Pay-Per-View, like the, where they had like, what was it, uh, Moxley and Omega like climb to the top of the, the bingo coins or whatever the hell they are. Bingo coins? I don't know what you call them. The chips. Yeah, that's what they're called. You know, you could, you could have like those and... Ah, I don't, I'm not sure. Everything's too expensive, though. That's all I know. You know what would have been good? Uh, back in the day, another one-off thing that was like a huge flop, I, I believe. It was uh, Dustin Rhodes in WCW, and he was fighting, uh, I believe it was called the Blacktop Bully at the time. It was uh, Demolition Smash a.k.a. the Repo Man, a.k.a. I believe Blacktop Bully. And they had a a wrestling match on the back of a, of a moving uh, 18-wheeler flatbed. And I don't really even recall the match at all. Uh, just that it was kind of crazy. But for a toy, that would be super cool. You know, and you, you get it in the WWE games. They get on top of the truck with the trailer, right? That's what you always like doing in the games, going backstage. Yep. Throwing me off the top of the, the semi-trailer. <laughs> uh, it's great. She climbs up. Then I climb up. She will climb down. It's never-ending fun for me. Um, yeah, I... I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, I, th- I would think that, you know, there would be more. I would think like a backstage area. I think especially for, for AEW, since they're like, their place is kind of set quite a bit. You know, they are out going out and about now. But, you know, they got that, you know, the, the Jaguar Stadium or whatever. I would think of trying to think of a way to use that as a playset and and get it out there cheap that's the key to everything's cheap I don't know what else you what else you got you got anything else up wrestling wise yes figure wise yes besides pudgy Adam Cole figure yes what uh actual stadium an actual little You got nothing. You got nothing. That you can actually go in. Oh, a wrestler's house you could go in, like a mini one. You know, I mean, this was. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go sidetrack here. This was the whole thing that I had a big issue with, uh, with WWE when the pandemic hit, and 
they had an opportunity to recreate stuff that they wanted, you know, that they want to do. They want to control everything super well, right? They had an opportunity to rewrite wrestling, so to speak. And uh, I know they did the whole thing with Shane and the underground, and that didn't seem to take off. But, I mean, they could have gone in a different manner and done something in that that regard. Uh, wrestling, have it be more worked uh, as far as cinema, cinema photography, uh, you know, more reality-based in wrestlers' homes, more about the characters, and and influence everything that way. I mean, it, it makes me think of a lot of Lucha Underground. They kind of did that. It was in one stadium. Um, they had backstage stuff, and they had more actual fiction storylines that seemed like a TV show than a wrestling show. And I mean, I think you can make, you know, you can make an office and sell it. Anyway, I think we're at the end of this one. I, I can't think of anything else to talk about. Uh, ramble. Today is definitely a rambling episode. Uh, so oh, I have something else that I want. What, uh, what else? A cement mixer truck. A that... cement mixer truck. We gonna like toss the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, and then it can spin. <laughs> I think. I mean, you know, if, if cool, you, you could, could open really, the top and then put the figures inside, and then you spin them. If you could really like figure out a way to like work it into a matchup somehow into a storyline, then I think you could almost produce anything. I think the key is being in, in touch with your company, you know, your toy company and, and really working that relationship so that, Hey, we're going to do this. So when can we get it pro- produced and released by, and that way when the pay-per-view hits, Oh my God, look, mom, it's on the shelf now. And, you know, in my opinion, that would be, that's huge. You know, like they got freaking motorcycles out for WWE where I think it's uh, McIntyre and Undertaker and then Biggie's on the four-wheeler. Wait, what? Yeah, they got those, right? Those three. You want the four-wheeler, right? But wouldn't it be more if you actually saw Big E on a four-wheeler on TV or something? Maybe that's his entrance. Like the Stone Cold. What make more sense if they did it with Stone Cold? Stone Cold actually used to come out on a four-wheeler. What's a four-wheeler? It's it's like the big ATV thing. And it it just it's mind-boggling to me like why you would release these things but you don't have anything pushing the cells. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Trent's mom's van would sell because it's such a ridiculous thing that we've seen on TV. <laughs> you he know? like, Mom, why are you doing and She pulls up, she drops him off, and, like, Trent gets out, and then he, like, leans over, and his mom gives him a peck on the cheek. And he's like, Trent's mom's dropping him off with a wrestling match. <laughs> and it's, it's freaking hilarious, and people would want to buy it for that reason. So, you know, I... I I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying.
Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.